It's the Weekly Wrap with your host, broadcasting legend Bruce Wolf, and his trusty sidekick, comedian Tim Slagle. And now, without further ado, Bruce Wolf. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle, on the Weekly Wrap. And this is my favorite time of the show, wherein I find out what is in Tim's background. And I've got to say, because we're very, very topical, Joe Biden is actually walking. You're in a live shot there. He's he's wandering around. He wants to shake your hand now, Tim. He thinks uh, <laughs> that you are the Queen of England, not the uh, one who uh, recently died, but uh, maybe Elizabeth the First. I think so. so. Am I right about that? Or well, it's 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 scary how close you got uh, there, Bruce, because okay. I'm in London, oh. and uh, yeah, I'm I'm watching Kate. I'm watching Kate Middleton pick out a new outfit. <laughs> well, there you go. Absolutely. Boy, that is a little frightening that I, I was. Boy, <laughs> yeah, that's, getting, that's the closest you've ever gotten since we started playing this dumb game. We are we are almost <laughs> on the same wavelength. And uh, once we do, you know, we'll, we'll then we'll extinguish ourselves. Um, yeah. You know, the thing about King Charles. I, you know, he's just a figurehead. He's kind of like the Lloyd Austin of uh, of England. Why did he have to disclose that he had cancer? He could have uh, you could have kept it as private. It's nobody's business. It's not like the nation depends on his actions. I mean, he's like Lloyd Austin. Well, so I think it's because I, I, I think it's because, you know, there are people in England that still that still like the, the, the king. I mean, it's sort of evolutionary. You yeah. know, the the ones that did not like the king are either here or dead. So, yeah. well, <laughs> so look, I mean, the, so the there's king generations some... that, that love the that love the royalty and they. If he just all of a sudden up and died, they couldn't say, you know, they're going to say, how long did you know? So (laughs) why didn't you tell us? Here's the thing. I think that the king got his best, the best boost uh, of publicity with the uh, last few seasons or couple of seasons of The Crown because he's played (laughs) by Dominic West. Dominic West is on the wire. He's he's, you know. The quintessence of sexiness. Mm-hmm. He was on the wire. He was on the the uh, uh, that series, The Affair. He's the strong. I mean, he's not the, the what King Charles is. Uh, it's, it, you couldn't have asked for more, King Chuck. <laughs> that was that was beautiful. He played McNulty. May as well call. Forget forget King, about calling King him McNulty. Your, your McNulty's <laughs> ship. Yeah, I mean, come I think. On. Uh, I th- I think there would be a lot of uh, kings and queens rolling over in their graves if there was a, a royalty with a Mick in front of their name, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're talking about Shakespearean. Uh, yeah, out, out, brief candle life's but a walking shadow. All right. So um, this just came across the uh, the wires, as we say, because, you know, I want to get myself at a Joe Biden. It's actually across of, the uh, fibers now, I think. It's the actually fibers, the fibers. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, by the time people see this, who knows? But Joe Biden uh, won the battle and I think he lost the election (laughs) because he has been exonerated by the uh, special prosecutor looking into his documents case. But the basis for it is largely because he's a doddering old man and uh, may very well be senile. Now, I don't know if I'd go as far as to say that the prosecutor, I believe, is named Ben-Hur. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. Charlie Cook and National Review was saying that within the next 48 hours, Biden will probably refer to the guy as Ben-Hur, but his last name is Her. Uh, love Ben, hated her. Remember that one? Uh, old, or maybe old his joke. first name is Bone. 
<laughs> so, so, but okay. So you know, this is the Biden documents that you know they were in his garage and this and that, and he, he turned them over. But did the you know, and a lot of people are maybe trying to make more of it than they should, or maybe I'm you know maybe I'm trying to cut Biden some slack here. Um, they said that he did not remember when he was vice president, forgetting mm-hmm. on the first day of the interview with the special uh, counsel uh, when his term ended. He said, quote, if it was 2013, when did I stop being vice president? OK, uh, and forgetting on the second day of the interview when his term began in 2009. Am I still vice president? He said, look, in defense of Biden. OK, and you know that I think I've done this on this show when I'm rattling off the uh, list of all the uh, 46 presidents from memory in order. I gingerly tiptoe over Tyler Polk Taylor because I'm sometimes think it's the other way around Taylor Polk Tyler. And you know that I put Rutherford B. Hayes in only by process of, elim- of, of elimination. So I don't blame Biden for not knowing exactly when he had the second highest office in the United States of America. <laughs> well, 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 first of all, it's kind of amusing because, you know, because that was uh, that was Hillary's defense was I don't recall. Well, and sure. uh, and uh, in this case, it's very likely. <laughs> well, right. Well, you know, it, I immediately thought of Blagojevich, who and I, I did shows with Sam Adam, his attorney, that who actually got him off through a hung, well hung jury uh, the, the first time. The, um, you know, basically the the Blagojevich the defense was Rod just likes to talk. He just likes to talk and talk and talk. He doesn't mean anything by it. It's not any real threat. Sure. You know, he, he just likes and it's you know, it's true that he does. Um, so uh, so this defense, I mean, this basically it's the senility defense. And uh, and like I say, it's going to win him the battle. But this is just another nail in his coffin, which is being prepared for him, <laughs> apparently, quite literally. <laughs> this is I. Maybe maybe at this point it's already a feature, not a bug. It's baked in the cake. It's not no big surprise, but I mean, gee whiz, this is this is like an independent guy saying this. This isn't some partisan saying it. Well, you know how are you going to find out? He he doesn't even know when he took them. And even though, and, <laughs> and here's the thing. Here's here's uh, here is the thing that differentiates this from the Trump case that nobody's going to bring up outside. I hear is that uh, he wasn't entitled to have any of those documents. He stole oh, yeah. them. He stole those documents. The no, no, senator, I, I, look, Trump, can, Trump can take whatever he wants perfectly legally. I mean, the, 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 well, the uh, Presidential uh, Records Act look, allows I, that. Look, I'm not, at this point, who cares about any of these cases? They're, they're there for another reason. I mean, this is, the, I, is this the end of the line for his candidacy? I mean, despite I think, the fact that he I got this is, I think this is it. I think this is. I think this is. This is the beginning of the end. This is. I mean, I mean, they're going to get somebody else. They're nominating somebody else in Chicago, in in the summer. It's not him. Am no. I right? Am I? Am I just? Well, I don't know. To... Will it go? Will it go that long? I mean, will they? Will they let it go all the way to Chicago? Uh, no, they can't. I mean, you know, there are other primaries coming up and everything, and uh, they've got it. I, and and so so I think right now we should really be talking about who's the Democratic nominee for president. It Nikki doesn't Haley. look like it's. Excuse me, Nikki Haley. Nikki Nikki Haley. I'm thinking that it was, <laughs> what a stealth move by her. Now, if she can get a few more votes than she got in the Nevada primary, 
which I believe none <laughs> of the above got more than she did. But, you know, she wasn't putting her eggs in that basket. No, I get it. She, had, she lost to none of these candidates. She lost it in the Nevada GOP primary. But I hear she's going to she might do better in South Carolina, which you kind of hope she would to save a little face since she was the governor there. But um, yeah, I like the way uh, you said that in the pre-show, uh, Bruce. You said that uh, Nikki Haley got smashed by none of the above, <laughs> which has a completely different uh, meaning to young uh, people now. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. <Yes. laughs> I, I, I'm glad I can get jiggy with it. And, and, uh, the kids nowadays. Uh, it's no I, one I, wants to. No one wants to cop to that. Uh, no one wants. <laughs> it was none of the above. Smashed yeah. her. Yeah. Uh, so, so, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, are we looking at Kamala Harris as a democratic nominee? Um, how could, how, I mean, how could they not let her do it? She's the, that that's, that's why she sat there in the vice president's chair for huh. all these many, uh, these huh. months. It's. I have a feeling. Yeah, the 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 only the only way out of that is uh, is is calling uh, Hillary and asking if she still knows some people. I think Hillary is still is still ready to. She's ready to take over. Sure. Now is her time. I think. Sure. I think she's. I think she's ready for another run at it. Sure. sure. Yeah. She's gonna I, take. She's gonna take. She's gonna take Kamala to uh, uh, Fort Marcy Park. Uh, <laughs> is wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I, I'm trying to get back. That's where what who was the guy who killed him oh vince foster yeah is that a there vince foster illusion that's a that's a oh. vince foster illusion. oh yes. yeah man way to go i could see they could convict me of uh you know uh squirreling away documents because i do have a memory i remember vince foster that's pretty good that's clinton a, trivia then, right then there they need the rikers repair video repair company to take care of the cameras that are not <laughs> oh, been set up oh. in fort marcy park okay okay <laughs> so um all right well you know all this we we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that earlier this week biden see you know he knows he's got you know he's up against it he wanted to get airfare free for children if they're if they're going with their parents on an airplane, that's, that was his late. It's, it's kind of like a variation <laughs> on the student loan thing. Let's, <laughs> let's give free airfare. Now I know that governor Abbott already beat him to this. Cause I don't think he charged migrant kids uh, when he flew them into the various. <laughs> so I already he's, he's being uh -huh. outflanked by governor he, he, Abbott. He flew them cage free. Yeah. So yeah, I, I love when they come up with these desperate measures to, to maximize the incumbency. Uh, it's, uh, for airfare free, <laughs> free for children. Uh, it, it, maybe it just, some came parents out. would vote. Some parents would vote for that. I, th I think some parents would gladly trade their vote for, for free oh, yeah. airfare. That's, yeah. uh, and it's like, boy, I can't do it. I can't do it this term. It's, uh, I'm going to have to do yeah. that next the, term. The, the so make sure, make sure you fill out yeah, that mail-in ballot a couple times. The, the problem is, is that Biden, you know, when he brings this up again in some, press conference that he's never going to have will say that the yeah you know the kids can sit right between orville and wilbur uh on on the flight so <laughs> all right well all right let's uh, let's make this a biden fest bring it into sure. the next segment at, well, as well bruce wolf tim slagle on the weekly wrap i said america's back and Mitterrand from Germany, I mean, from France, looked at me 
and said, uh, said, you know, why, why, how, how long are you back for? It's President Biden confusing current French President Emmanuel Macron with former French President Francois Mitterrand. First of all, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. And what were we talking about last segment? Oh, yeah, the Joe Biden, uh, uh, his memory about, uh, is pretty uh, uh, bad. <laughs> so, you know, I'm uh, always Boris trying to Yelston, it, I think it was yeah, his conversation to, with Boris Yeltsin. Yeah, I'm always trying to give an innocent <laughs> construction to what you know, these people do. Like, you know, maybe he was speaking of Mitterrand uh, metaphorically. Uh, but no, it really sounds like he did think he was talking to Mitterrand. And then apparently he made a subsequent mistake and referred to Helmut Kohl when he actually meant Merkel. So he's just like about, you know, just a, a generation off on, <laughs> on some of these things. Uh, I, it, it's, you know. Well, what was, who is the, who is the, was it a congresswoman that he said, uh, I just had my picture taken with her. She's there in the audience. Where is she? Oh, right, there. right. She was dead. Wasn't she? <laughs> I, I, I think, yeah. Just had my picture taken with um, her. Yeah, so. Okay. Well, what else did he say here that the special counsel wanted to hang him with? Um, that uh, he didn't remember even within several years when his son Bo died. That was May of 2015. Well, he keeps yeah he keeps saying that that he that he was killed in Iraq. It's, I mean, he he repeats that one over yeah. and over. That's you know the that's only that's Biden... only second that's only second to marching with Martin Luther King. Well, here. The problem with this is that Biden has been like this. That's another thread of his personality, the pathological liar. <laughs> so you don't know where the lying uh, ends and the senility begins. Um, well, also, who said who said if you repeat a lie uh, uh, long oh, yeah. enough, it becomes the truth? It's uh, doubly so when you're when you're approaching senility. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, a quote from the special prosecutor. And his memory appeared hazy when describing the Afghanistan debate that was once so important to him. Among other things, he mistakenly said he had a, re a real difference of opinion with General Carl Eikenberry, when in fact Eikenberry was an ally <laughs> whom Mr. Biden cited approvingly in his Thanksgiving 2009 memo to uh, President Obama. Well, you know, these generals are fungible. I, I do you remember what? <laughs> Come on. I mean, not next thing you know, you're going to you're going to be testing me on. You know what the rent uh, of uh, uh, New York Avenue is with three houses in Monopoly. Okay, a hundred dollars, but uh, I think, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I think we're, yeah, I was, think we're getting was, a little picky. He was talking now, to General MacArthur about that. About, right uh, now, it doesn't can... help Biden that he's planning on sitting out the uh, Super Bowl interview. Um, and this is the second year in a row. Last year he had the excuse that it was Fox, so it was. You know, it was going to be antagonistic, uh, but this year it's going to be CBS. You know, I thought if they did the interview with him this year, OK, you, you give him a little help. You provide him with a Baskin Robbins menu so that he could point to the ice cream that he likes. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, it's not so bad. I mean, it's, this is the equivalent of a ramp up to his seat. Uh, you know, we, Trump we, said we he'd do it this, uh, if he said if Biden accessible. doesn't want to do it, I'll do it. Who said Trump said he'd do? It. Oh, yeah. Trump sure. said, yes, he said, if, right. hey, if he doesn't want to do it, you know, you still got that time slot open. I'll do it. I'd love to sit down. <laughs> no, <with you>. I, <laughs> I, t I totally get that. Yeah, I, I get it. 
Um, speaking of uh, how long ago, how long uh, ago did the Super Bowl did that tradition start of sitting down with the president before the Uh, Super Bowl? I'm if you ask Biden, he'd probably say it was in Calvin Coolidge's term. And (laughs) the problem with Silent Cal is that, uh, you know, he was being interviewed at the time by Leslie Stahl. And uh, (laughs) she said, "Uh, Mr. President, uh, I've got a bet with somebody. Uh, that I can make you say uh, three words in this interview. And his response was, you lose. So, and it was so pretty short. They, of course, you know, they didn't have these really long halftime extravaganzas uh, like, like before, like they do now. I think, I, I think, and I could be wrong here. I think it was probably W. I think with George W. Bush, I think it was probably uh, the, the best first. one was Barack Obama with Bill uh, O'Reilly. The reason being that, he 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 said that Nixon was a liberal, and he was right. And yeah. Nixon was a statist. You know, he created the EPA rapprochement uh, with uh, or detente or whatever with uh, with with China, and um, you know, the wage and price, price controls. Yeah. Uh, you know, all kinds of things. You know, and, but to a certain generation, like my my uh, parents' g- g- generation, Nixon was the incarnation of evil. You know, the, the, the guy who railroaded Helen Gehagen Douglas to dr- pull out a name. But and so you're going to have to explain that reference, Bruce. Well, I, I mean, don't, just, I, I don't know it. And I don't know if any of our listeners do. Just it's it's just good enough that I mentioned the name because it's <laughs> somebody that he railroaded and he was he was mean to. Uh, and uh, and and the oldsters, I mean, they're no longer stirs uh, uh, hated him for that, among other things. You know, he was he was the crook. Well, when you have Barack Obama, the, the sainted one, the one we were all waiting for <laughs> when he's oh, yeah, Nixon was a liberal. Oh, that that has to make people just wonder why. Why do we even bother impe- trying to impeach him? So. Well, actually, it was he, he was an anti-communist. And I think that that's why the that's why. The right. Left, and they were uh, pro-communist. He was, he was part of the he was part yeah. of the McCarthy, that whole McCarthy. Yeah, thing. no, no. I'm, and then I, I think I, he I think that's why he moved left. He was trying to he was trying to uh, get back in the good graces of the media. So that's so he moved. moved it's left, possible. And they still and they still hated him. Right, right, right. right. And they they ran him out of the presidency. I mean, you know, that's it's his problem that he didn't burn the tapes when he had a chance. Um so I think the Presidential Records Act would have allowed that, too. <laughs> OK, here we go. If you can mention the Presidential Records Act once each segment somehow, <laughs> there's going to be a Pavlovian thing. You're, you're going to get that. B.F. Skinner <laughs> is going to hand you a, a little uh, food pellet. OK, so uh, that, I'm, I'm really going Dennis Miller right now. All I have to do is so, say B.F. Skinner, cha-cha, Helen Gahagan, <laughs> Douglas, cha-cha. That, that'll just make it funny. The um, So E. Jean Carroll, remember last week I was trying to argue that, uh, you know, I think uh, reasonable people could say it was more likely than not that he did, uh, mm-hmm. you know, d- he did a, a sexually assault her. And you, I think, had the good view of it was that there was something going on between them and maybe got assault. a little out of hand, but maybe not. So... Um, but, but, you know, she really hurt herself because in, she was doing a victory lap, uh, on with Rachel Maddow show and everything and talking about getting a penthouse for Rachel Maddow. And, um, you know, I thought the, the whole thing should be reviewed in New York, like they do, you know, in the NFL on replays. And so she'd get the touchdown, but then she'd be fined for taunting. So you take off 
you know, about 30, 40 million uh, from it j just for her comments. Um, well, it's actually if I if I remember from the court docket uh, correctly, it was uh, it was Trump that got the touchdown. <laughs> Hi, oh, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so uh, speaking of Trump, um, I mean, the, you remember last week we were talking, oh, there's some bad polls here. Uh, one in Pennsylvania had Biden leading and the Quinnipiac one had Biden leading. And so the, and the, and the good there were good numbers, uh, jobs numbers. But now over the last weekend, NBC, you know, which and Steve Kornacki, the guy who interprets this stuff is is a, a liberal who is on MSNBC a lot. And he's no Trump fan. And he was going, I mean, I might Trump's I might add this is. This is the same NBC that put uh, Estes rocket engines inside of a, uh, a Ford truck to make it blow up to prove that uh, Ford trucks are prone to blowing up. This is the same NBC, that, NBC. Edited, okay. that edited the same the same NBC that edited the George Zimmerman tape to make it sound like he said things that he did not say. So uh, yeah. this is the same NBC that made that uh, University of Pennsylvania swimmer, that guy who wants to be a girl, they kind of rubbed out the uh, five o'clock shadow on his on his face. This is the same NBC <laughs> that let me go. <laughs> Enough said. Um, so anyway, NBC, they had this poll and Trump led on everything, you know, 20 points on the economy, led, you know, on, on, on defense, a every single thing. The only thing he didn't lead on was abortion. And that was pretty narrow. And I, so I'm thinking right now is all he needs is they have a girlfriend to uh, get an abortion and he's a shoe in. So, uh, but um, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, I would, I, I, I would be very surprised if, uh, if, if Trump never had to have his attorney write a check for, uh, for that. Oh, that'd be very surprised. Well, well, I'm trying to get the joke. What? <laughs> Oh, he, he uh, you know, that was the whole Stormy Daniels thing. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, his attorney had to write a check for an NDA. Yeah, right. So, so I would I would be surprised if with his history and uh, what kind of a rogue he was at one point, if, the, if, if that was never a. Uh, oh, right, that was, right. That was never. Oh, yeah, a, no, a, I agree. I agree. And of course that I mean, thank you, Alvin Bragg, uh, the district attorney in Manhattan, I guess it is for bringing the first of the frivolous lawsuits <laughs> against Trump, which kind of muddies up all the other ones as well. Sure. And um, and I think this morning and when we're taping this, the Supreme Court was hearing arguments about Colorado knocking Trump off the ballot. Now, that would be something if the Supreme Court <laughs> actually agreed with Colorado. And not only did we have Trump knocked off the ballot, but we had Biden knocked off the ballot because the Democrats <laughs> pulled him out. And then what think, do we do? Do you think there'd be celebration tomorrow? I think there'd be celebration. It would be, it would be unbelievable. <laughs> if they both got knocked off the ballot it, at the it, same time. It would day. be unbelievable. But I think the Supreme Court's going to rule otherwise. Uh, they're not going to uh, let Trump. Well, no, here's, the here's the thing. Here's the thing that I didn't that I did that I didn't really consider is that uh, uh because I was saying, you know, I think a state has a right to put whoever they want on a ballot. I mean, I think it's a state's rights issue. So so if Colorado doesn't want them on the ballot, Colorado has a right not to put them on the ballot. However, uh, uh, I think it was ABC News said that uh, that that if if it goes uh, against Trump, it would end his campaign entirely, which is which is interesting. I guess I guess that would be true, wouldn't it? If the if the Supreme Court says that he's not qualified to run for president. 
could that it, that I well I don't know because you're, you're still saying couldn't that the, even the Supreme even Court the red is states. saying that, that covers that covers that, that, that they made a determination that this was an insurrection and so none of the states can do that. This yeah. is not just limited to uh, Colorado doing it. I don't know. Do I look like a constitutional lawyer? Yeah, no, so, but it's, it's, yeah, it's no, an interesting but, yeah. perspective because most of us are just saying, well, yeah, it's just the blue states. They just want to knock out. No, no, no. It states. sounds like he. But, but by sounds, taking yeah. it to the Supreme Court, it's yeah. pretty much that that's that's the issue. Is yeah. he or is he not? able to run for president so that's right that's why you know i'd be a little bit nervous now but i you know and meanwhile meanwhile there are felons outside the supreme court right now trying to trying to influence the court by 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 protesting yeah which uh, are the insurrectionists bruce wolf tim slagle on the weekly rap Tom Skilling joins WGN, becomes a member of the News 9 team. And Tom, I hope you're as happy about it as we are. Jack, it's indeed a pleasure to work with such a group of professionals here at WGN and in one of the most exciting weather markets probably in the whole United States. We've talked it over and uh, we're going to have to let you go. Ah, not this again. Look, for the last time, you don't own this place. You don't even own your car. Chris Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly rap. Did you have to show Pat Tomasulo? I mean, really? That... <laughs> you know, he's a funny guy. Uh, you know, just because he's on the irreverent newscast that's irreverent about everything except the news. Um, I mean, how can you do a serious interview with Chuck Swirsky? <laughs> anyway, Tom Skilling uh, is ending his 45-year weather filibuster. I mean, oh, my God, they, they must have given wow. him 10 minutes a night to do the, the weather. I mean, so it's. Yeah, but congratulations uh, to him. <clears throat> and actually, he was well, I, a couple of times I subbed on WGN radio. He couldn't have been nicer, especially, you know, when I started telling the Jeffrey Skilling and Ron jokes to him. I mean, he just went right over. <laughs> uh, and whatever happened to Jeffrey? I think he what didn't is, he get out or something. I'm, I'm not sure. Did he get out? But he... um. You know, Tom lost a lot of weight recently because, you know, when he was doing the for, for many, many years, when he was doing the. Uh, the uh, the weather you in was standing at the map. He, all you, you'd see was Iowa. He he'd totally covered up <laughs> Illinois. And now we can really a, see it. Should have had a green suit. So all you could see is his <laughs> there head. You go. So the entire map would have been yeah. there in front of him. So, but he, he was looking good. And then there's another uh, TV uh, weather story out. Somebody tweeted this, so I'm sure it's true, but, you know, it, I've read it on Twitter. So, But Cheryl Scott uh, mm -hmm. of, of Channel 7, mm -hmm. fine weather castress. Uh, she That's a nice way of saying it. She's weather castress tricks. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure. Fine. But, so she is uh, supposedly freezing her eggs. Because, wow. yeah, yeah, she's supposedly freezing her eggs. So, you know, because she's getting a little up there right now. Uh -huh. And uh, I'm thinking. Call me the matchmaker, the TV weather matchmaker, but I'm thinking skilling should be the donor, right? Shouldn't he? <laughs> I mean, can she, you imagine isn't she married? Apparently not. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because because for a while there, for a while there, she had a huge rock on her finger. 
It yeah, was, uh, I, it was, it was, a, it was enormous. It was, yeah. it was, it was covering most of Iowa. There we it go. Was... <laughs> there we go. So, yeah, um, yeah, can't get enough pictures of, of Cheryl, who I actually worked with for a brief time at Channel Five. So I must recuse myself from any discussions on this. Uh, but anyway, I yeah, Tom Skilling should be the donor there. Look, we got to get back to uh, the uh, soon-to-be late President Biden. Yes, one more picture. Did she dance this New Year's? You know, she used to do this dance number uh, every every New Year's on Channel 7, but I don't even know if she, she did it this year. Um, there's AM560. I, I did not see it. I was up and I was up in Hammond for the pierogi drop. I wasn't up. You know, that's uh, I, I, I was asleep <laughs> at nine. So um, <clears throat> J.B. Pritzker, according to AM560, the answer uh, which is at least as reliable as Twitter um, says that the whispering campaign is beginning or may there, there are whispers about whispers that JB Pritzker will try to angle, which is not easy for him to do maneuver in any way, shape or form will be angling to replace Biden. He's got a lot of money. He's got a lot of favors to call in. Uh, I say roll over William Howard Taft. If you can, <laughs> and uh <laughs> but i you know how about that how about jb and then tim what do i do as a jew i already felt guilty that i didn't vote for who's that great that senator from connect uh, the east coast he was the vice presidential candidate lieberman i didn't vote for him huh. and, and and he's a great guy um what am i gonna do i, I i'm not gonna vote for the first jew nominated to be president of the United States, but instead I'm going to vote for a guy who I think may have raped well, somebody. <laughs> well, here, here's, here's, here's the question. Considering, considering he's, he's all hotel money. Um, mm -hmm. is, is that going to invoke the emoluments clause again? Um, it's, uh, it's meanwhile, it's, we have another Pritzker, Pritzker <laughs> story. Uh, Pritzker tweeted out that, uh, something about we've got this tweet. I know, I know, Chris, you're busy looking through all our uh, files for more pictures of Cheryl Scott, but for just one second, if you can just <laughs> find this tweet that Pritzker uh, had where he's uh, next to a jar of Nutella. And yes, happy world Nutella Day, Illinois. Uh, proud to be home to Ferrero's uh, first chocolate manufacturing facility in the U.S. It's Innovation Center and R&D Labs to many more years of growth here in our state. And, and of course, you know, all you have to do is see the picture of Pritzker with and there's a label Governor Pritzker on, on the <laughs> Nutella. And in the end, it's the 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 answer is now we know why. Have you ever sat with a jar of, <laughs> of Nutella? I mean, there it's worse. You could eat one Jay's potato chip more uh, you know, than, than, than you could just get away with one spoonful of Nutella. It's it's absolutely delicious. And. And if he has to give that up in order to become the 47th president of the United States, let's that's my first question to him at the press conference or the, in the debates. Are you going to give you up? Nutella? Really, you don't usually think of the Nutella and Governor Pritzker. Usually when you when you when you when you see him, you just think about the bread. <laughs> OK, um, but yeah, he's. Uh, imagine that. Um, and his sister got in trouble recently. You know, she's on the the board at Harvard that hired claudine gay and then they had they had to get rid of her uh 
but I don't well, think. Well, here's what here's here's what I think. I think I I think in the wake of uh, uh, our string of incarcerated governors, I think Chicago is probably or Illinois, uh, Illinois even is probably at least a century away from uh, from ever having fielding a presidential candidate. It's there's no. Any Chicago, any Illinois politician that tries to run for federal office you know, outside of Illinois, no way. There's absolutely no way. Uh, you know, is, I don't think. Really, you don't I, think that we have? You don't think we have that that kind of a stain? No, I mean Pritzker's. I mean, he he didn't have to steal anything. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean he was, he's fine. He's okay. I mean, he the problem is he's so he's so d- damn liberal. I mean, you talk about COVID closures and everything, uh, you know, just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I'm re- I'd be in a I'd be in a pickle dick uh, of this because I just, uh, you know, part of me's no, I, I I don't think I could in good conscience vote for him. So, right, but I, I, that 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 is that as well. You know, any, any Democrat, yeah. any, and I think I'll even go further. I don't think that any. Uh, uh, governor that uh that shut their state down during the pandemic has yeah. any right to the word liberal because what was <laughs> going on during the pandemic is the most illiberal thing that uh, that has ever happened in my lifetime you know i feel like crying i feel like you're lecturing me i feel guilty and i'm on your side that's for how what I... <laughs> that's <laughs> what, how what I making you feel guilty that. for i don't get that hey speaking of the ivy league did you see where dartmouth is bringing back the sat which it's yeah. it's funny, you know, the the initially brought on the SAT, a little history of standardized testing so that schools couldn't discriminate, that it, it, they'd be judging on the basis of merit, how well you did on a standardized test. And somehow that got convoluted into it's biased against minorities. Well, then they made sure to clean up the test and it's been cleaned up for years so that, you know, all the verbiage would would be common to everybody, all the English speaking peoples. And but they got rid of it because, of course, the results would always be bad for minorities. What did but they re- what did they replace it, it? What did they replace it with? Sherwin Williams, Sherwin Williams ballots, maybe. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Pantene number 14. It's called Pantene or Pantone. Anyway, um, the. Uh, but this, remember, if if you recall, last week I was particularly nasty because, you know, I didn't get the White Sox play-by-play job again for the uh, 40th straight year. And they gave it to guy, looks like a great up-and-cumber, uh, but it said that he was a Dart- Dartmouth, Dartmouth yeah. grad. And I pointed out, since he's biracial, that there was a rebuttable presumption that he was uh, ben- the beneficiary of affirmative action and might not otherwise be Dartmouth-worthy. And, and, you know, that was kind of nasty of me. And but here here's Dartmouth saying. So I wonder if this guy actually um, matriculated, pardon my uh, Hank Stram, uh, at Dartmouth when they weren't using the SAT. Well, when we were he, talking about this when we were talking about this on Twitter. I, I looked it up. He was on the Dartmouth baseball team. <laughs> he was uh, he was an athletic scholarship, which is oh the way gosh. we used to get minorities into, into exactly. good colleges. <laughs> and George Bush was on the Yale baseball team. Not upset about that. So I think we should have uh, 
Schriffen. Well, actually, George president. Bush, I think George Bush, I think, is the, the, the last president I remember who could really throw a baseball. You know who scored higher on the SAT uh, be, between George Bush and Al Gore? Uh, George Bush? Yeah, yeah. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the Weekly Red. city to call for a ceasefire in Gaza, and in return, Gaza called for a ceasefire in Chicago. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. Yeah, uh, well, first off, I love that SNFL, SNFL, (laughs) yeah, well, if they're going (laughs) to, I think Peyton Manning has hosted, uh, SNL makes fun of Chicago by plagiarizing everyone. Everyone made that joke. I made it. Everybody <laughs> made it on Twitter last week. And, you know, yeah. I, I know it's hard nowadays because you're not the only game in town. You, you come on once a week. We know what that's like. Um, so but it, of course, it's also interesting between that and the fact that they're going to have Shane Gillis as the host who actually got wow. fired by SNL five years ago for politically incorrect uh tweeting or uh podcast. oh no he was it was his podcast yeah he yeah, was talking podcast. about was talking about him and his girlfriend ordering at a chinese restaurant <laughs> and you can you can kind of you can kind of yeah. write you can kind of write the jokes you can, you can pull your alphonse d'amato <laughs> right there as a matter of fact shecky green who just died i was looking at a, a tape of his from you know 40 50 years ago 40 probably 50 and he's doing a chinese restaurant <laughs> and that's when you could do it so Buddy Hackett was the one who made that famous. He oh, actually, yeah. you ever see the Buddy Hackett? Uh, I Chinese believe so. Restaurant? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, uh, no. we, we don't have split pea soup, but he does it with a funny accent. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> right. much the, the punchline. And he would put a rubber band over his eyes. So right. To, for, for the, so you get the right effect. Oh, don't, don't, don't get me going in Marlon Brando and Tea House <laughs> of the August Moon cha-cha with the way they did his eyebrows. Or was it Warner Oland or Sidney Toller? I can't remember who played Charlie Chan. So do you remember? I, you know, I, and it was it was a non-Asian. Sure. Yeah. And so I have I told this story before. I was doing a segment on uh on channel thirty two in the morning. We were talking about whether you had to be of of the uh, ethnicity ethnicity in order to play the part and uh the hostess that i was uh, working with uh said oh you mean like charlie chaplin and i said no i think you mean charlie chan not charlie chaplin <laughs> and that was the last time we did one of those segments so uh more it was hard story. it was hard in those days to find chi- asian actors you know you realize that right because because back then if a parent found out that his son wanted to go into acting he'd commit harry carey that's Hi-yo! Hi-yo! It was worth the wait. Oh, man. Why isn't Tim Slagle hosting SNL in a couple of weeks here? All right. You know, I think I, I find that very interesting that, uh, the, yeah. the, that the writers are, are sneaking over, sneaking over to conservative blogs and websites and listening to commentators for, for material because, because uh, uh, no one else at SNL realizes that's not original. Because they don't, you know, they didn't make that joke on MSNBC or CNN. Yeah, no, it's, they 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 have no idea. It's a little. Everybody uh, in the universe is making those jokes, and they don't. They're the last ones uh, to to be in on, on the it. other side of the universe, though the the side I, of the I'm universe they never visit. Yeah, this has got to be somehow ratings driven. 
they, they're not stupid. They've got to know that they're losing the audience. And I think it probably... I mean, the low watermark for them had to be when they made fun <laughs> when, <laughs> when they made fun of the Congress people who were uh, interviewing Claudine Gay, the Harvard president, instead of making fun of Claudine Gay. And they 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 were tone deaf on that one. And I mean, they've been like this for years. But I'm just wondering if if, if there is a cohort in the twenty five fifty four a demographic that has turned them off. I mean, yeah, people like us, of course, they have been trying to get since since Aykroyd right. left the show. But I, it's just, it's it's, it's there's got to be some kind of ratings thing that, that's no, that, that's driving this that they would go yeah. conservative. Our demographic isn't up uh, up that late. Uh, no, uh, and it's, no. Uh, and, I mean, uh, we like to watch clips. Uh, I I do. Some of and the, the only the funny. only advertisers the only advertisers our demographic can attract are arthritis arthritis medication. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, but, oh, but you know what? I did see the clip, and I, I we didn't show this. So Nikki Haley was on SNL as well. Ugh. All right, and I mean, she was a little wooden, but she was there. That's the whole point. And she's a, she's asking questions of the Donald Trump character, and the guy who does Trump. It's not Alec Baldwin anymore. But the guy who does Trump, I actually I liked his imitation. And it, I guess I like all imitations of Harry Carey, speak of the devil, including Will Ferrell's and all all imitations of Trump. Uh, so <laughs> anybody can do them. There's, there's a whole spectrum there. But this guy, this guy was pretty good. So I recommend looking at that clip. We don't have that clip. Yeah. But did you see what they did to Nikki? I can't believe she put, she 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 volunteered for that. Is that uh, is that somebody then asked a question of Nikki Haley? Did you see that part of the clip? Uh, somebody in the audience got up. They they said uh, they said uh, 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 Governor, um, how come when asked about the Civil War you didn't mention slavery? And uh, no no comedy. There there was no comedy there. there was no, I don't think so. Maybe, <laughs> that, yeah, maybe it's a actually, joke. I did. That was actually get. on SNL. Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's a, it's a town hall, and she's asking. The, there it is, right there. There's uh, Chris is showing the picture of it. They go, "How come you didn't mention slavery?" She, she, doesn't, she doesn't have an answer. She says, "Well, that was a mistake." Oh, okay. That's well, that's, that's it. That's it. That's well, no joke. But, but no that, joke. Yeah, that, it's, it's kind of a mistake. <laughs> well, I guess they I guess they had to do that to show that they're you know they still got their liberal chops there. So I, I, I know, I, but why would she put herself in that situation? Or why would SNL do something that doesn't isn't a joke? Uh, I mean, oh, whoa. oh, oh! Yeah. There's <laughs> that's a that's a stupid, silly question, Bruce. Stupid me, stupid me. That's why I'm not in the big time. All right, we got to talk about the Super Bowl a little bit. And I know you don't care. One more thing, okay. I want. I just want yeah, to say ahead. one more thing. If yeah. SNL was truly the, the 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 hotbed of satire that it thinks itself is, they would they would uh, contract Trump to come on and play Alec Baldwin defending himself in the New Mexico <laughs> trial. That. <laughs> That's if I were a head writer for SNL, hey, I said, this yeah, would that, be a great bit. We get Donald Trump. He'll do it. He'll play Alec Baldwin. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, a little meta uh, <laughs> ironic, I, but I, I like pull it. the trigger. I did I not pull the trigger. No, never pull the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. It's a little too much for them. Uh, so anyway, Super Bowl. Yeah, too funny. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Um, I actually thought I came up with a pretty good joke here, but you, I don't think anybody's going to get it. So I just saw that uh, Brittany Mahomes, 
Patrick Mahomes' wife is going to be in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Well, I didn't know she was trans, but uh, but okay, <laughs> that one anybody can get. And they've shown some clips of her. You know, she looks she looks great. But I my my comment, and they just 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 came out with this right before we came on. My thought was, well, shouldn't they wait to see who the winning quarterback is going to be? And then because it's possible they might need to feature Marina Oswald. Now, you'd have to know <laughs> that Brock Purdy, the 49ers quarterback, was actually asked this week if he realized that he was a lookalike for Lee Harvey Oswald, which I really don't believe he is, but that's how crazy the Super Bowl gets. So, uh, which, yeah. I didn't even listen to the answer. I didn't even want to look at that. But uh, yeah, anyway, so Marina should Oswald should ask should ask Ted Cruz's opinion on that. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, gee whiz. <laughs> uh, so um, I don't see it. No, I don't see that he looks uh, like Lee Harvey Oswald at, at all. Nope. And uh, 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 you Ted know, Cruz's I, I, dad looks more like him. I think. Right. You know, and and you know, my first question would have been. Why didn't you take the shot when they're coming down the street right towards the depository instead of after when it would seem to have been tougher? You know, it, it's it's kind of like, why didn't you throw to George Kittle instead of throwing the bomb to uh, whoever the wide receiver is? Anyway, that's none of that works. Um, let's 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 try to recover right here. The. Um, oh. Who do you so, like in this? Who, who do you like in the Super Bowl? You know, Since this is our Super Bowl special, the over under on Tony Romo saying that's exactly right, Jim is three. So that's all I know. That's the proposition <laughs> bet that I got. So there's this guy, uh, Groovy Hoovy. Uh, uh, he just, he works on Channel Nine, Jeff Hoover, and he says um, some people say that they're watching the Super Bowl for the commercials. And he said, that's like, like reading Playboy for the articles. Uh, I say, barely I say, I watch the Super Bowl for the Playboy moments, the wardrobe malfunction, J-Lo's and Shakira's uh, tushies. Um, that, that's, I, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm, are you going to watch the game itself? Uh, usually, usually I, uh, um, yes. Uh, well, the game itself, you mean the actual, eh. You don't care. Usually, I'm usually there for the the pageantry, the commercials. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I it's, you know, I'm guilty I, as, I always, guilty I, as charged. Yeah, I'll I leave the to, game on, and yeah, if it gets exciting, get I'll watch it. I used to get upset, you know, that oh, I'm everybody would say, did you see this commercial? That commercial. Well, you've got to be riveted to the set the entire the set the entire time, and uh, you know, this is good. I've seen almost. I think I've seen every one of these. I, uh, I DVR it. I started like a half hour late and, and put it on the DVR. How so. can you DVR the what? greatest live event <laughs> every year? I mean, it's what, what I do, do you... so I can so I can pause it and then if they you know I could fast forward through the game, get straight to the those commercials, and get straight I mean, to the halftime show. You know, I'd I'd rather believe in three or four of your favorite conspiracy theories than, than <laughs> think that you actually watch the Super Bowl on tape. I mean, just a, just a everybody in the neighborhood, every, delay. everybody in the neighborhood is screaming and yelling and you're wondering what that's about. Really? And 
Really? They're going to be screaming and yelling for what San you, Francisco what, what, or the Kansas City? What do you what do you do, Tim? Do you do you like drive out to Walmart and get all kinds of shopping done during the game? Because, <laughs> oh, look, I can get some ammo off this rack here. And uh, I have a, I, I have sometimes been late with my seven layer dip. So <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right. Yeah, I think the Chiefs will win. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle, weekly wrap. <laughs> and that's the weekly wrap on radio and television. Follow Bruce at Bruce Wolf Shy on Twitter and Tim at TimSlagle.com. The weekly wrap with Bruce Wolf, a CP Pods production.